All right, and we're back with all my skate videos with our first video introduction by Sir Eddie Murphy and the cocaine devil himself, Rick James. We hope that you're having a great day because we're going to have a good time here partying all the time talking about Static 3. And again, you're listening to all my skate videos for the past few years and some change. My name has been Carl. I'm glad you're here today to talk about Static 3. We are lucky enough to be rejoined by fan favorite of the pod, Ian, out in Lancaster, who Hello. I haven't talked to since which episode? Um, apparently somebody front board kickflipped Clipper in it because that's still my username. So oh, the I, I think like. episode. I think <laughs> wasn't really. Is that no one? That no one right? front board kickflipped Clipper in, in I think. Yeah, Zach, so first rule of the pod, though, is wait for the host to talk, and then we'll talk to you, and we'll ring you out, okay? Right now, you're behind the curtain, and now you just ran into the audience. Now you're high-fiving everybody before yeah. we even put your name out but there. We'll settle up with you at the end of your stay. Yeah, we'll invoice you accordingly. We won't let it go too deep, but uh, just give us a second. Let Ian and I get intimate for a moment. Ian, how have things been for you since the I Think episode? Tell us. Pretty busy. I work a lot now and that's about it i tried to skate fdr over the weekend and it rained and it's not as under a bridge as you think it is <laughs> what was the best trick that you went for or saw um i think i i did one proper front side slappy on a curb and then uh john i i got convinced to start trying front side no slides again it's just a trick i like to try every year or so and not get any closer to learning just did that for about a half hour, and then uh, we got a bird out of one of the bowls, this little baby bird that fell from the bridge above. Mm. Put it in a little bucket and got it out of there. That was fun. Did you take those wings and learn how to fly high for that bird? I know it was it was a baby bird. They don't fly for a couple. It's like a week or two. Got it. Did you name the bird? No. Got it. Okay. Where can we find the bird now? You know the like scaffolding that they have in the back of FDR uh the one that's next to love park yeah that one (laughs) it's in the the scaffolding trash pile facing the train tracks we have to have the secret tape yet at that point does do fat bag videos count as a tour video i'm still stuck on this (laughs) that's a good question do blog videos count as a tour video i'm looking through my youtube favorites here i think the either the crooked or i think it's the quicksilver one that might be up there man well ian thanks for being here thanks for being here we'll catch up with you a little bit more in a second we're also lucky enough to be joined with a guest of the pod who we've been in communication for a little bit and have been lucky enough to chat about a few things skate video wise and it's only been pleasant things i'm pleased to say that we're also joined by zach jumper zach how are you feeling oh i'm i'm so good man thank you so much for having me seriously yeah. really happy about it yeah be a fucking skate nerd i like it of course tell us a little yeah. bit about how you learned about the pod i always think this is a very um small operation and i'm always fascinated when people stumble across us or stumble into us um holy shit hold on one sec dude this cat just jumped in my backyard with a full dead rabbit in its mouth i'm sorry you could edit that out i've just seen some gnarly shit so i heard about the podcast 
Uh, I'm not even kidding, dude. That's fucking crazy. Holy shit. Uh, I honestly think, like, I just follow a lot of, like, like skate nerd shit, like, blatant nostalgia. Oh, you know what it was? Um, Steve Fletch's, he has, like, a radio show, I guess. And I think he posted something about your guys' podcast on his story one time. And, oh. uh, yeah, Steve Fletch used to be, like, a really scary guy in the Long Island skate community. He was, like, really intimidating. We make little, like, we were little groms back in, like, 2003, and we make little skate edits. And this is like when he was like, he was on this thing called Boulevard and they were like really big and like we're all like the cool guys and uh, like him and Bob shirt and like Eric Ali, they'd film all these crazy videos. And they were, I was like a little grom trying to impress him and it was it always backfired. I always looked like a total idiot. But then as I got a little older, we like kind of, you know, we talked a little bit on Instagram and he's like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. I was like a dick back then or whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm like getting the affection of Steve Fletch. This is amazing. I feel so proud of myself. My little self would be so happy. And uh, yeah, anyway, long story short, I think he just posted about you guys. And I was like, oh, they talk about skate videos and the name sounds cool. So uh, I'll follow it. And then I just, you know, started from there. And uh, is it like a Futurama uh, reference? All my skate videos? No, no. I honestly will be straightforward. It's parodied off of this one podcast I saw pop up during the pandemic called All My Movies, where a guy reviewed all of his movies that he owned. And he was like a film critic and... I don't know if it's still running as heavy as it was, but I got the name from there and just started to think on if there was one for skate videos and took it. But tell us a little bit about that Futurama reference. It's the it's the soap opera in Futurama called All My Circuits. And for some reason, I just assumed that's what it was. Probably, you know, it doesn't even make any sense, but that's the other the other way makes more sense, I feel like. I mean, it, it's open to interpretation, not yeah. to say that this is art, but you, if you interpret it that way, as long as it's not hurting anybody, I think that's an approach to take. Hey, I think it's cool, man. I'm, I fucking love diving into fucking skate videos. Like that Instagram account, Overthinking Skate Videos, I love that account so much. Yeah, we try to blend in with all of the good years of uh, skating nostalgia and sometimes dip into past the prime, some people would say, but... Okay. We're glad to have you here, Zach. And I guess tell us a little bit about yourself and what do you do? We were talking prior to recording and you're obviously (laughs) a fan of skate videos with your official sponsor of the pod, Secret Tape. uh, Oh yeah. I got this great on you. Dude, run one. There was, he like, there was like four of these made and I was able to get one. Nice. And like, I would film myself like doing like Nolly flips and Nolly tray flips on my story and Secret Tape would message me like, dude, I'm so psyched you have one of these. You're like one of four people. I'm like, this is sick. And now he like released them. Now everyone has one, but I was pretty happy to get one. Yeah. Um, tell me about my, I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, I'm, uh, I'm 34. I live in Long Island and uh, I've been skateboarding since I was like fucking 10 years old. And I love it. Um, and uh, I never worked in skateboarding. I lived in Los Angeles for a few years. I'm a video editor. Uh, I've lived in Los Angeles for a few years. So I've, I've had some good run-ins with some, uh, some famous pros but uh, I never really, you know, always kind of wanted to work in skating, but never actually did. Um, kind of just went the path of like directing, like, or editing commercials and that kind of shit, which I mean, honestly, it pays way better than skateboarding, whatever pay, but uh, it's cool. Every time there's like a, um, a skate editing contest, I always enter. And like the last one, speaking of static, Josh Stewart had, I won. So I was pretty happy. They sent me like, a, I got a, an official box from Magenta, which I like never had received before, which I was like, oh. I feel like I'm fucking sponsored. I got a box. It's sick. Um, but yeah, I mostly just like edit and uh, sometimes direct like small commercials. Nothing too crazy, but it's cool. And I, I collect skate shit and I love skate videos. Is there anywhere 
that oh. we might have seen your work video wise? Oh, uh, I just directed my first like uh, commercial, like real commercial. I played it on TV. It's really dumb. It's for like a, a sports gambling app out of Korea. Uh, so you you wouldn't have seen it. It's really dumb. It's called the app is called uh, uh, Sleeper. It's 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 like they're trying to go against DraftKings or something like that. And the commercial just is like some guy getting his ass. He's like playing fantasy football on his on his phone, and then he like gets his ass slapped by like someone like, "Hey, good job!" And then it's like another person, another person, and finally ends like a pro football player slapping his ass. It wasn't my idea. It was the ad agency. It's really fucking stupid, but it was my first actual commercial. So they just sent me to England to direct three of them. Actually, it was pretty fucking crazy. I was there for two weeks. It sounds like you're doing pretty well. Is there a portfolio or a channel where we could see all of your work together if we're interested uh, in checking it? Yeah, I mean, you can just go on my website. It's just uh, ZacharyJumper.com, C-A-C-H-A-R-Y, Jumper, J-U-M-P-E-R.com. Cool. And again, it's, that's ZacharyJumper.com. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's not, it's not great, but, you know, it's not skating, unfortunately. Hey, it's not all about skating. Sometimes it's about... Yes, it is. No, I'm <laughs> It's about sports betting. I mean, what do you do when you're hurt and looking for money? You're sports betting sometimes in Korea. That's true. That's true. Or getting disability, you know, but. Or getting it, stimulus checks. Dude, those were great, man. I still have one right here. <laughs> Are you just waiting until the second to last day to cash it? No, I just don't throw shit away. I cash that. Oh, okay. You know got what's it. actually fucked up, dude? I just got, I just realized this. Uh, so like I was editing for NBC Universal when the pandemic happened. And I was editing like behind the scene videos for like the worst straight to DVD movies they were making. Like, dude, Backdraft 2. How High 2, Inside Man 2, Jarhead 4, G- the worst, worst movies. They shot Backdraft 2 in Transylvania, and it's supposed to be Chicago. Like, that's how low budget it was. They shot in fucking Transylvania. Anyway, so when the pandemic hit, uh, I, they, like, fired half their fucking staff at NBC Universal. So I lost my job, and then um, I signed up for New York unemployment, and, like, with I had just gotten that job and they were paying me pretty well and I like you like do your adjusted income and they like I got pretty good unemployment. Then I got a letter like two weeks ago being like you made this much unemployment if you can't prove that you were employed by this company by this time you're gonna have to pay back like forty grand to the New York State government. I'm like oh, what? And I keep like forgetting that I have to do that before next month. So I should actually maybe write this down real quick. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, what happens if you don't pay it? I I, I don't know. Something not great, probably. Yeah. Uh, I think I would. I think they would have to. They'd send me. I guess like an like a like a collector. I don't. Not a collector. I guess they would send a guy to break your fucking kneecaps if you work for if it's from the state. But I don't know. Probably something bad. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Yeah. I guess it's better not to find out. Yeah. Oh right. And we want to talk about the Philly job that I did. Right. Yeah, I, I guess the final thought that I have on bills and taxes is just pay it and forget it if you can. Dude, it's like did, the safest thing to do. I just did my taxes. I paid $8,000 in taxes because I'm a freelance fucking editor and director. It's crazy. But yeah, tell us a little bit about the one job you mentioned prior to oh, yeah. record. We would love to hear more about that. I know Ian's so, interested, waiting well, patiently. Long story short, this guy I used to skate with out here. Uh, I still skate with him sometimes, Steve. He's like super Long Island Italian. Like his whole fucking family's like, yo, fucking Long Island. You know, they're those kind of people. 
um and he's like hey my fucking uncle's making a documentary about like this porn guy i'm like what the fuck and this is like when i was broke this is a couple years ago i had like no work he's like hey you need someone to edit this documentary i'm like fuck yeah i'll fucking edit the documentary like, i need the money anyway long story short i start working on this documentary he's like we need to get one more interview with asa akira and she lived in the city at the time he's like so come with me we'll interview her i was like what okay and we go to asa akira's house and she has a bore a skateboard on the wall of her of her and i'm like i walk in i'm like huh you have like your own board? She's like, yeah, it's like my buddy's company visuals. And I'm like, oh my God, I totally fucking forgot about visual skateboards. Uh, it's that photographer. What the fuck is his name? Um, oh, Van Styles. Van Styles. Yeah, that's Van Styles. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. She's like, hey, I used to date him. I was like, how, how, how does that happen? Okay, whatever. Uh, and then like, anyway, like two, three months later, I'm working for this other guy who I'm not going to say his name, but he's a fucking total douchebag. And he used to be like a, he was like a quasi celebrity like 10 years ago. And he tried becoming this like, k-pop singer even though he's a white kid that'll probably give it away um anyway he like hired me he was like working for Pornhub doing stuff for their youtube page he's like hey like come to philly we got like shoot with Isaac here for like three days i'll pay you this much money i'm like dude for sure so i went and met uh, with Isaac here again i was like oh she like she remembered me she was cool she's like oh you asked me about the skateboard i was like yeah yeah um and i was like so what are we like we're doing stuff for like youtube and she's like yeah we're like testing out like the the blowjob machine and i was like this this is not what I was told I would be doing. Like this, <laughs> not that I had, to, not that I had to test it, but I was like, I went up to the guy that I was working for. I was like, dude, this is like not something I'm like totally comfortable with. And he's like, oh, all right, man. Like, just do like the first day if it's just like promo shit where there's no like nudity or anything like that. I'm like, all right. I did that one day and then I fucking dip and I was like, I'm never working for that fucking guy again. And haven't since. But yeah, the they made a blowjob machine apparently Pornhub. So if you're ever curious, you can. What, can you tell us more about the blowjob machine? I'm very curious. What, what does the machine do? You can look. You can look it up. No, it's it's like a. Uh, from what I remember, it's like a like a like a like a flashlight that like is automatic, and like it stimulates like a. It's it acts like it's like giving you. a blow. Oh, it gives you a blowjob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh. in my mind, and I'm like, who's gonna who's gonna clean that after they're done with it? I could say the same about flashlights too. Yeah, but this thing's got moving parts, and I feel like you don't want to get it gunked up too bad because I feel like there's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Someone's gonna get mangled. You know what I mean? It's probably all covered in silicone. Lots of sex toys are, you know, they have moving parts, but it's all. Yeah, but if you're just fucking dropping loads in a thing day in and day out, eventually it's gonna <laughs> seep through. We can. <laughs> it's, I feel like it's just. We can. We can talk sparks, about this. Off the fucking sparks are gonna. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Off the record. Off the record. <laughs> Well, I but guess it could be on the record, but uh, I mean, what did we say? This is like the cage match of skateboard podcasts. I mean, I'm, I I think I understand the picture of what's happening. I just think it's fascinating that uh, you were lucky enough to be brought into the operation and to document this thing. So, yeah, yeah. Any it's takeaways the, from the experience? It's called the Blowbot. That's what it's called. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm bummed because like it was during lockdown so uh we had like it was during well it was like right after kind of lockdown was kind of starting to ease up but uh i wanted to get like they were giving away pornhub merch and i really i was like dude pornhub shirt would be pretty sick right and except it was like during lockdown so it says like stay home hub and i'm like oh that's doesn't it's not as clean as just pornhub you know what i mean so i guess that's my takeaway i don't know <laughs> i don't know philly was cool though I, I hadn't been there in a while the last time i was there i got ticketed for skating love park when i was 18 years old Sounds like you went to Love Park. I did for like five <laughs> seconds. And I said, my board and the cops like, nope. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't get ticketed at Love Park. So we got kicked out of Love. I went for my 18th birthday. We got kicked out of Love. And then 
uh, we went across the street to City Hall. And then we skated City Hall for like, we were skating those curved benches. And I was just like thinking in my head, I was like 18. I was like, dude, this is like the sickest fucking spot I've ever seen in my entire life. Like the ground is so good. Like the marble is so nice. And then I think we, like I did like 150. I was like, oh yeah, like, let's fucking get the camera out. And then a cop rolled up on a bike and fucking wrote us both tickets. And since it was my 18th birthday, the cop let me keep my board, I guess, because it was like my birthday. And then I swear to God, this is a true story. After we got the ticket, me and my friend Sean went across the street. There's a McDonald's across the street, or I'm not sure if it still is there. Yeah, it used to be. Not there anymore, though. We went We went to this McDonald's, and um, we're sitting there all bummed, and this guy walks up to us, and I swear to God, it was Keenan Milton. I'm like, what the fuck? And this is after he died. And he's like, hey, hey, you guys skateboard? And we're like, yeah, he's like, I'm Keenan Milton's cousin. And we're like, like, dude, he looked identical to Keenan Milton. It was fucking weird. And he's like, hey, nice to meet you. And I'm like, dude, it's so fucking cool meeting you. It's my birthday, blah, blah, blah. And then he walked away and then like a, uh, uh, a, a, a prostitute came up to us and asked me for a cigarette. And like, I didn't understand what she said. She's like, do you have a cigarette for some change? She had a really deep voice and she spit when she said it and the spit fucking went flying and landed directly on my lip. And she was like a crack, cracked out hooker. And I fucking freaked out. I ran into the McDonald's bathroom and blasted hot water and was dousing my face in hot water. And I remember I got it and like I got it on the fucking skateboarding ticket. And I'm just thinking, I'm looking at the ticket I got, thinking about it, just Keenan Milton's cousin, some crackhead hooker just spit in my face. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing in Philadelphia? Like, I need to go home. <laughs> and that was, that's my uh, birthday experience in uh, Philly. Yeah, I keep hearing more Philly stories as I do the pod more. I know Beta Male Hawk had an interesting story. Shout out Beta Male Hawk. And hearing yours is fascinating and i'm just curious how many other stories are out there similar of like we tried skating here we got a ticket this thing happened and this thing happened like i think something about that city hall radius will make you kind of like lose your sense of time or place or um sense of self just make you experience things you wouldn't normally see maybe it's the excitement of the building looks like disney world I just feel like that place was so magical and like skateboarding and like the universe. Like it just like, it was some weird vortex. We're just like, not that I believe in this energy type shit, but maybe I do. There was just some weird fucking crazy energy about that place with like the amount of like history and skateboarding that went down there. They just had so much fucking, it was like in lost. Remember in lost when that tunnel like was like the, I'm not going to get into lost, but it just had like a, (laughs) like a fucking, you know, like a feeling to it. And I think maybe it attracted a lot of weird shit there. Uh, and it was just, it was amazing, man. It really sucks that they fucking killed it all, except for Muni, which is still going, which is pretty sick. Yeah, it's uh, it's been good to me. That's why I'm still here. But you that's guys great. Yeah. You guys skate Muni? Uh, yeah, I was there this past weekend for, oh yeah, I should talk about this. I went to a video premiere double feature that they showed on the bottom pit next to the Dane Berman rail. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they projected it on the wall, and people just watched from the upper um, normal, you know, place where everyone skates. What? And everyone was just hyped and throwing beer bottles at the wall, oh, and shit. throwing beer cans at the wall, and whatever. Yeah. When people were going off in the video, it was uh, a good time. Was it sure. the Jameer Brown part or whatever? Yeah, that ended up being showed after it, but uh, it was uh, two okay. local videos from. The one dude AJ and the one dude Meyer. That's sick, man. There's nothing like that over here. I mean, unless I go to the city, which is pretty close, but <laughs> I guess I shouldn't complain. 
yeah, I'm sure it's happening there. I'm super lucky to be able to go to all that stuff though. Um, so we know that you now live in New York, but prior to that you were living in LA and prior to us hitting record, you said you had an experience with one of the brands we've talked about on the pod at one of their retail locations. Could you walk us through a little bit of that experience? Yeah. So I was living in Los Angeles. I moved there in 2012, or I guess end of 2012. And then I lived there till like 2016. Um, I was just like looking for work, this and that. But I remember like right when I was actually moved back in 2017 for a little bit. I think it was when I moved back for a little bit, the FA store opened in Hollywood. And like, it was like right when Gino got on FA or he got on, you know, like a little bit ago. And I, you know, since I grew up in Long Island, Gino is like, hell, there's like a fucking God. You know what I mean? Especially here. And like, I would go to the spots that Gino skated, like when I was a kid and see like the gnarliness, like he used to skate this college called Stony Brook. And the spots that he skated at Stony Brook are like unfathomable. Like you're like, this is way too fucking gnarly to even kick turn on. And he like, anyway, so I go to, uh, I'm in LA and I'm like, oh fuck the FA store is open. That's so cool. You know, and I want to go check it out. And like, I'm looking for the store, looking for the store. And it's kind of like on a, I don't know if you guys ever been to Hollywood. There's some like shitty parts to the Hollywood strip. It's like not nearly what you'd ever think it is. And it's like kind of like in like a shitty area of Hollywood, which is not like great. And the sign is just blacked out. I'm not sure if it's like this, but it doesn't say fucking awesome. I guess they're not legally allowed. Maybe they're not allowed to put fucking awesome on on the side of the building. Anyway. I walked in and the store was like just vacant. It was just like a concrete slab with like five t-shirts and like four boards. And I'm like, huh, that's kind of weird. And there was like some fucking girl on her phone working like all the way down at the end. And I walk in and I was, I don't know why I was expecting to like be walking into a skate shop thinking there'd be like kids hanging out, maybe like watching a fucking skate video. And I walked in, I'm like, oh man, this is like totally like a boutique fucking not to talk shit, but like it was just, it felt so like they were just catering to like, not, not someone like me. You know what I mean? Because I remember I walked in, I was like, Hey, do you guys have any like, Gino like boards or shirts or anything like that? And she's like, is that like a different company or something like that? I'm like, Oh my God. I was like, no, he like skates for your, for, for FA. She's like, Oh, the guy from, yeah. Gino, I knew I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, Oh, uh, we got like stickers. And I'm like, okay, like I'll get a sticker. And I'm like, I guess I'll look at t-shirts. And I bought like a like a t-shirt for like 50 fucking dollars. And dude, like I drink a lot of beer. So like I'm not in the best shape. I put it on. I'm like, this doesn't even fit me. I look like I'm fucking 10 pounds in a five pound bag. Of, you know what I mean? I'm 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. I was like, I can't wear this shirt that I just bought. Um, that was a while ago. So I'm not sure if it's like different, but I feel like that's kind of how a lot of skate shops have gone. Like I haven't gone to the palace store, but I, I don't know how it is. I don't know if you guys have ever been to any of those shops. Ooh, I, yeah. I, I can tap into the palace store when it's just, when it's like, it's like weird boutique. Like it just doesn't cater to skateboarders, but I like, I, there's not a lot of skate shops, I guess that are left that are like that. I mean, there are some, obviously like I was at seasons in Albany and seasons is fucking awesome. Like you could actually go in there and like talk to the guy about fucking skateboarding and like you can nerd out with him. Like, what am I going to talk to this chick that's on fucking Twitter, like wearing, like, I don't fucking, whatever, dude. Like, I was just like, this is not, this is not my place. But again, to have a place in Hollywood, I guess they're catering to a different market, which is just something that I, as an old fucking person, have to get used to an old skateboarder or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just different from what I imagined it would be. Yeah. LA is just weird too. Everyone wants to skate, but nobody wants to skate. Yeah. 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 So what's your, what's your palace experience? 
I was there over spring break, and this was right as the Palace Calvin Klein um, merch dropped. So it's a pretty nice store. I didn't have a bad experience. I was like, I was really trying to practice uh, Persians or patience purchasing because I tried on the one sweatshirt crew neck and it was not my size and they didn't have my size. And I was like, I, I can't let myself one buy this because I have so much apparel and don't need <laughs> anything else. And to just, I don't know if it's me yet goes to LA once and buys a palace sweatshirt. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. is that really me? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of understand what you're saying on how it's more boutique ish. Like I'm sure there's a Portlandia sketch on these boutique shops where like they have these select items and maybe it's only five items in the store, but it's only one thing that they have of it. So just looking <laughs> in the case of hardware or like skateboard goods and just seeing one pack of bones reds and they're right. thinking like, do they only have one pack? Like, why we don't they have things like check off the list? That oh, we are a skate shop. We have two venture trucks that you can purchase. Right. Yeah. 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 It just seems goofy, but skateboarding is always surprising me. I don't, I don't, treat it as one thing or another i'm always open to a different interpretation of it i think that's just with age I'm like cool it's not for me but it's for somebody yeah it's true i don't mean to talk shit i just you know i mean it's easy to it just weirded me out you know what i mean but yeah well, not, not the norm but oh well no. i'm sorry you had that experience but uh it wasn't terrible it was just you know yeah we also have a bonding zach you and i over interacting with the fancy lad uh crew in boston shout oh, out yeah. to them uh, i know that you were on their podcast recently so can you walk us through how that came about so funny enough 18th birthday i went to love park 19th birthday i went to coliseum <laughs> so uh did you go to woodward on your 20th birthday no you're not you're not allowed to woodward is 19 19 or younger or like so you tried <laughs> no no i didn't try i went to woodward when i was younger yeah, I tried. Let me get in the fucking park. Get out of here, old man. No. Um, so for my 19th birthday, I, I had my, it's so lame. I had my dad drive me, me and my friend Sean to Coliseum uh, and stayed like at a hotel in Boston just so I could go to Coliseum and meet the guys at Coliseum. Just because like, obviously, Peach Lads, Wonderful Horrible Life is like one of the best skate videos of all time. And it's a fucking shop video, which is just, you know, insane. Um, and then uh, Boston Massacre came out. I don't know if you guys are familiar with their video boston massacre a boston massacre fan over here yeah dude it's like one of my favorite videos of all time like i it just i just like connected with it i don't know why i just loved it i loved like the humor i loved like the skating i loved the, the whole fucking the music everything about it i fucking loved um so i got obsessed with it and i uh, went to boston for my 19th birthday and i just like hung out at the shop for like the entire day and i met like like that to me is like the skate the skate shop experience I go in and I met like all of the, the fucking uh, Coliseum dudes at once. They were all hanging out. Like, I don't know if you know, like the, like John Tweak and Tom Tweak. Yeah. Tom's out. been on the pod before. He told us a little bit about working at the Coliseum. Oh, dude, that's Tom's great. That, he's amazing. He's so quick. It makes me feel like a fucking idiot. Like he can just make jokes out of nothing. Um, so uh, I went to, uh, yeah, I went to Coliseum when I was 19 and I was hanging out for the day. And, like Mike Fork was there. Mike Fork was like working behind the desk or whatever like that. And we're just hanging out and uh, t- uh, John Tweak is playing Metal Gear Solid. And, like I sit with him, we start playing Metal Gear Solid. He's like telling me all about Metal Gear Solid for like an hour and a half. I'm like, this is amazing. Like I don't even, you were in the video. And then Big Zo came in 
and like Bigzo, I was obsessed with after I saw him in, in uh, Boston Massacre. And he's like, oh, you just turned 19. Awesome. Like you buy me like cigarettes and porn. And I was like, I, I, <laughs> I would love to buy you cigarettes and porn. Like I just met this guy. I'm like, I, I would love to do that. Uh, and then like um, Daddy Longlegs came in and I was like tripping out about meeting Daddy Longlegs. It was just an amazing, it was like an amazing fucking day for me. Um, and then I went home and like, I think I became like a Facebook request that same day. I like, I hit up uh, or I, I friend requested uh, John Tweak, Tom Tweak and Daddy Longlegs and Colin Fisk. Cause I was obsessed with Colin Fisk, even though he wasn't there that day. And then just kind of just stayed in contact with mostly with just John Tweak. And we like talk about skateboarding or talk about video games or talk about this or that. And then when Fancy Lad came out, I was like obsessed with Fancy Lad and always comment and always talk like, you know, on Instagram or YouTube or whatever. And I always order like their videos. And then um, I messaged John. I was visiting Boston last year and I messaged John. I was like, hey, dude, like, let's skate. I'm going to be in Boston for like, you know, five or six days. And he's like, oh, like I'm not going to be around, but like I'll hit up Big Zoe to see if you want to like hang out and skate with him. I was like, oh, okay. And then like Big Zo messaged me on Instagram. He's like, hey, like, I don't know if I can skate, but do you want to be on the podcast? And I was like, uh, yes. So uh, I get to Boston. We're hanging out one night and he, he texts me the, the address in uh, Jamaica Plains in Boston. So like I hop on a train from my hotel room. I go to the, the fancy light house and outside is uh, Matt Tomasello, just like drinking a beer on the porch. And I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I go to him. I start talking to Matt about like uh, Micah Hollinger, who's I don't know if you guys know who Micah Hollinger is. The yeah, the 180 nose grind, 180 at Staples Center. Staples, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's the like FK did video fan. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we start talking about Micah Hollinger and that other guy that always Micah Hollinger was skated with, like Jared Saab or Jared Saba or something. Jared like that. Saba. Yeah, he wrote. Yeah, yeah, one. yeah. Hell so we start yeah. talking. We start talking about Jared Saba, and I'm just like getting drunk with Matt Tomasello outside the fan sled house. Like, I'm like, this is this is a dream. And like Big Zo was like, yeah, meet me at like 7.30. And I got there at like seven o'clock just because I'm so fucking excited. He didn't come downstairs until like 8.30. <laughs> so I was like, he's like, sorry, I was eating a burrito. I was like, oh, it's cool. And I think I, I bought, I brought him a pack of cigarettes because like the cigarettes and porn thing, I forgot the porn, but, um, and he's just like, oh yeah, you keep bothering me about the cigarettes and porn that I said to you like 10 years ago or 12 years ago. I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, he's like, you know, I don't, he's like, and he asked me, I think he was like, so like, why do you keep bringing that up? Like, not that he's annoyed, but he's like, you know, it's like, you remember a time. And I, I kind of told him like this, I was like, okay, so say you have a, an experience with a, with a cheetah, right? Say you're in the fucking wild and a fucking cheetah runs up to you and it scares the shit. You have this crazy experience meeting a fucking cheetah and it runs away, you survive. And then like 10 years later, you're going to remember that experience with the cheetah, right? The cheetah's not going to fucking remember you. I kind of, that's how I kind of explained it to him why I remember that whole day so much. I was like, because it was a magical fucking experience for me. That's why I remember this. Um, anyway, like we went out and like got beers and like his girlfriend drove me in her car to where uh, Tom Tweek lives. Or that's where we recorded the podcast. And we went upstairs and he has, uh, they have like this, this tiny TV with um, PGLI's Wonderful Horrible Life VHS in it. And Tom, Tom Tweek is like, you see this TV? And I'm like, hey, it's like, this is where they made like the master tape for PG Lads Wonderful Horrible Life on. I'm like, oh my God. I like took a picture holding the TV. Um, and then we just sat in their podcast room and recorded a podcast for like 25 minutes. And then after 25 minutes, Tom's like, oh, the computer ran out of space. We lost all of that. 
<laughs> so we got to re-record the entire thing. Uh, but it was honestly, it was an amazing experience. Oh, so the so the episode that you're on is a second take? After like 25, 30 minutes, yeah. They had to do second take because the computer yeah. was space. I haven't listened to it. I'm too fucking embarrassed. I got right up to the part where you actually started talking. Um, I have a pretty small attention span. And, and then my voice just drove you insane, so you had to turn it off? No, but I do remember I heard the term um, like sweaty, rabid fan or something. Oh, yeah, that's what they call Everyone it. Everyone big kept thrown around. I heard that like 4,000 times. And like at this point, I had written that letter to you, and I think we followed each other on Instagram. So I like I clicked on it knowing. I was like, oh, this is that guy that likes our show. And I like got right to the point where you came on, and I don't know if I just lost – like I just lost interest or like yeah. I was working too. So I probably took a phone call and just forgot or something. Okay. Yeah. 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 But that's good to know when I do go back and listen to it, I'll listen to it knowing that it's a, a second take. That's funny. Yeah. It was fun. It was dude. It was honestly like a fucking dream. And then we, and then big zone, and I went back to the face light house and he had work in the morning and we just, we drank until like four in the fucking morning and he had to work at like seven, I think. Yeah. Hell yeah. It was amazing. Dude, it was such a great night. I feel like I've been talking for like two hours and we haven't even gotten to the video yet. I'm so no, sorry. That's that's pretty normal. I like it. <laughs> I'm so sorry, yeah. dude. Yeah, that <laughs> happens. I, I think this is like an interesting dive. Like, I think this is more interesting than the skate talk stuff. Like, for sure. Hey, can I say something quick about your trip to the Fancy Lad House? Yeah, dude. I think it's it's so sick that you did that because when I was in high school and skating a bunch and like just finding out about like Coliseum and Tilt Mode, especially like just like groups of friends that made skate videos and not necessarily teams or shops i guess shops but not like yeah, big yeah. you know brands crews crews yeah 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 exactly i remember getting so jazzed like i realized coliseums in boston is like oh we live in pa like we could make a weekend trip to boston and just like show up there and be like hey can you guys like we want to skate with you for the weekend and like you have no choice like we're gonna follow you and i was yeah. so adamant about doing this and i said the same thing with tilt mode i was like we could just fly out there for like a week and like, I'll, I'm really into Google earth. So I would be like, I'll find that fucking house on Google earth. And like, yeah. we'll go there and we'll just live there. And they can't stop us. And like, we'll just become part of the tilt mode crew. And obviously we never did any of this. And yeah. like, I was the one that I think was like the most excited about it. And everyone else thought I was a weirdo justifiably. So, but it's yeah. really cool to hear. Like you had kind of a similar approach with showing up to Coliseum as just this big skate nerd. And like, yeah. you followed through with it. Like you, you, you did, but I was too scared to do. So, props I, I mean, you just gotta keep DMing. You know what I mean? Just fucking <laughs> power through. You know? Well, I did that. I did that to. I didn't want to tell him this when we had him on the show, but I did that to Dave Vay when I was like, oh, dude, I fucking love Dave Vay so much. I, I think I was like, I guess I had to be at least sixteen. I was, I was old enough to know better. But I, he like posted a video of him and Colin Fisk skating in the town that I'm from, which like people don't come here to skate really. Okay. And I messaged him. And was just like, dude, like you gotta let me know next time you're here. I'm your biggest fan. Like I fully fanned out, and it was over dude, like the same thing. So many times. I, I think it was like right on his like YouTube account. Remember how you could like comment on? People oh no, you did it publicly. Yeah, and I oh. he he responded at least once or twice, and he was just like, "Thanks, man, we'll do." But I just kept going. I was like, "Here's like here's my phone number." Like, I don't I, I don't oh, I'm too embarrassed. God, dude, I'm too amazing. embarrassed to go back and look at it. But I definitely Damn. like. I got to the end of the of doing it and I was like, all right, that was embarrassing. I should like I learned my lesson. I'm not gonna do that again. That's a weird thing to do to somebody over the internet. But I remember one time I met Heath Kirchhardt in person and I was like, uh, dude, like if you ever like need like a filmer, he's like, no, dude, like oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a great thing to ask Heath. I know he was like a dinner, like he was like dinner with like his girlfriend. Like I just moved to LA and I like 
the first fucking person I see is Heath Kirchart. And I like freaked. I was like with people that didn't skateboard. So they saw me turn white and they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, that's Heath Kirchart. They're like, what are you saying? He, who, what? But yeah, not to take away from your story, but yeah, I would do the same fucking thing, dude. So I, the fancy light thing just fucking worked. I don't know how it worked, but the San Jose thing, dude, till mode was like, I love till mode, man. Jesse Erickson, Jesse Erickson was seriously like, he just passed away, unfortunately, but he was like, he was like the nicest dude. Like he would like message, I would message him on Instagram and he'd like send me shit. Like he was a fucking cool dude. Oh, that's great. That's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. Can I tap in with my fancy lad story? Oh, dude, Please, please. All right. So this might've been around the time when FL3 was coming out and I was working at Nocturnal and I think Fancy Lad posted like, tell us if you want to premiere or tell us where to go. And I'm like, all right, yeah. Like you could come here and premiere it or just show it and be in store. It doesn't have to be like a full theatrical thing. And so I wasn't working that day. They come through and there was another local premiere that night and whoever was working was like, oh, there's no premiere here. And the fancy like guys were like, what are you talking about? Like, we have been DMing, like, so-and-so said to come here and we could premiere. And they're like, no, like, there's another one tonight. So they go to this private warehouse where they were premiering this other video and they're just, like, kind of standing around because, you know, it's a local video. So everyone's friends and their moms are there for this video that's local. And the FL guys are just there, like, trying to get their video played, but just kind of stuck around the whole time and i don't think they had their video played and so i don't know if it was after that weekend or maybe a week later i'm working and i get these texts from my friends like yo what happened like with fancy lad i'm like what are you talking about like they're like yeah they just posted all this stuff on you like call nocturnal and say fuck you carl and like pretty much put me on blast because they thought I was dodging them on this premiere or led them on for this premiere, which is really funny looking back on it in hindsight, but like, you know, their fleet and their army of people that are so into it, they were direct messaging me and saying, fuck you, you can't skate like this, that, and the other, like it felt as if I was being canceled. I imagine that's what it feels like. Oh my God. This all happened. And I'm, I'm like trying to, like figure out how to like change this because it was out of my control and it was just poor communication on whoever was working. So I unearthed an email because I bought the first FL video directly when they released that, when they were just posting um, stuff on YouTube of like, this is not the Coliseum VM. Yeah. 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 That Where stuff. has like the five minute or like the 10 minute part or whatever he has. Yeah. 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 So I unearthed that email and I, email in again and i'm like hey like this is me like i'm naturally a fan like can we talk about this and so he gave me his phone number i gave him mine and then we talked on the phone and we just kind of called it a big miscommunication um with parties that weren't involved in the whole ordeal because i didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal for them to come and play their video but whoever was working the skate shop at that time just didn't quite understand like what did, i was going not, for did not know that it was like some like big comp like team or whatever or was it just like or just that we have a tv and we have chromecast and a dvd player like it wouldn't have cost anything really to just have it play in the shop while they hang out in the shop like i think if i had a video and i was traveling with it or just with my crew it would be like oh cool like i'll go to the skate shop and like 
hang totally. out for a bit and just have it play out. Like that did won't they, do did anything. Did they not like try to text you or anything like that during that day? Or is it just like no, I, it might have been all through DMs or emails at that oh, point. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was something where the communication just wasn't quite there. And I forget why. But what was was Carrie Getz your boss? No. Oh, no. Dude. Yeah. I, I really want him to be your boss and get really angry and <laughs> focus your paycheck or something like that. He gets uh, really angry. So no. at this at this point, this was the third location. And it, also at this point, there were other co-owners that were involved that were oh, okay, okay. more on hand than uh Carrie was. Okay. But the thought of that what you just mentioned is pretty funny yeah naturally like he gets really angry at you for like taking too long of a lunch break yeah hockey temper boss sure yeah. but just to summarize it that was an interesting experience and we've since seen each other and skated with each other in boston i think twice and oh those, sick they're great yeah i like those dudes a lot i'm surprised that you haven't been on their podcast yet no invite Tom I, reaches could, out. I could get on i mean it's <laughs> It doesn't require a lot. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> I think the last um the last memory I had was playing Monopoly at I forget his name, Cool Something. It wasn't like a well oh, Cool Peter. Like, cool Peter, yeah. We played Monopoly yeah. at Cool Peter's house and then I had to leave the next day. I think this was the January before the pandemic started. Damn, that's January so 2020. Getting megabus tickets for a dollar and just going because I needed to leave. They're doing a live podcast uh, early next month. Yeah, I saw that for that beer. Might, it's like the same day that I think Decades doing a show in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, and like I live in the same town as Bobster does, and I, I always want to like talk to him more than I have. So <laughs> maybe I'll go to that Cleveland show, and be like, "Hey, I came from the same town." That comes off really fucking desperate, so maybe I won't do that. But I'm thinking about going to the show in Boston. I'm I fucking goddamn it, dude! I sound like. I sound like Ian talking to fucking Dave A. Uh, fucking nerd. Yeah, we're just fans over here. That's what it comes down to. I we're know. all praise. So, but maybe I'll go to the sh- maybe I'll go to the the, the show in Boston. I wonder if whenever Bob Shirt's talking to people in the real world, he thinks of it as like his videos where like there's a moment where there's a white screen and his thought or his question on the, he talks in, in his mind and video. Says, yeah, yeah, he's reading from a prompt. Or Dude, even I, before he sees somebody that day, like he knows yeah. he's going to see them. Maybe they're a block away and he just starts that. Like, <laughs> he brings something from their history and gives it to him. He's like, <laughs> why do you have this? Like, what, why do you have this thing from 10 years ago? That I, you know what I mean, like, I told you, I told one of you guys, I, I met him one time at uh, the, I live literally in the same town as him. Yeah. So one time I was at the fucking hardware store with my girlfriend and I see Bob shirt checking out. And I'm just like, and I'm so such a fucking nerd that I recognized him from his back. I'm like, and I'm like three guests behind, and I'm just out loud. I'm just like, Bob shirt. And he like turns around. He's like, what? What? I was like, ha, ha, uh, hey, I, I just like, I'm a big fan. Like your interviews, they're cool. And I grew up around here, and it's cool. He's like, oh, thanks. He was like really cool, actually. He was like, oh, thanks, dude. Like blah blah blah. I was like. Oh okay man thanks and he just walked away and my fucking girlfriend looked at me she's like are you, are you fucking retarded like what are you what's wrong with you i was like you know it doesn't, doesn't matter yeah but sorry not to get into too whatever it was uh, it was a funny story yeah that's good I'm, I'm always down for a fan out or a good celebrity story i don't think there's any shame in 
being fascinated by it. I've done it too much though, where I should know, you know what I mean? Yeah. At what point do you stop fanning out and you just kind of adult yourself like, Oh, Hey, like I appreciate what you did there. Yeah. Do you have Venmo? Can I buy you coffee? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you know where I can get a good car wash? <laughs> That's a weird one. That was, that was my experience with Tim O'Connor at uh, the Bam Margera party a couple years ago. Where like <laughs> all of the party that's so fucking awesome. Yeah, that was, was a big not, one. It was not that awesome. It was definitely cool. Like it was it was a scary place. And <sighs> I remember like right when the sun was going down and things were really starting to get kind of hectic. Like all the other I mean, everyone that was there seem pretty fucked up and like a lot of the pros and like recognizable faces seem really fucked up. But then like I walked outside the barn at one point and was just kind of like standing in a group of people talking and I did it like a double take at one point. I realized Tim O'Connor was one of those people and he was just like kind of like goofily smiling, just like looking around, listening to everybody talk with his hands in his pockets. Like he just looked so like calm and chill. And I don't, he was like standing right beside me or like a couple people away. And like we locked eyes at one point and just kind of like, smiled and nodded at each other and i was just like how's your night going he's just like it's fine how's yours it's like it's good this is weird and she's like yeah that was it that was like the, the... it sounds like you get romantic between you and tim that's kind of that's kind of wonderful that's a wonderful moment i, I talk I didn't about flips. Such, we didn't talk about anything we just you know two guys on like roughly the same level of skate skating skate talent <laughs> um similar like skateboarding <laughs> backgrounds yeah. And we just, you know, kind of acknowledge that in one another. It's something that, you know, transcends words. It's not something, you know, the story doesn't sound as good over the airwaves. But... Real neck recognize. Yeah. Real recognize real. Right. Yeah. That's it. It's something you might not, uh, might not understand, Carl. But... I'm, I'm fake recognized fake. I guess that's me. I feel like that was yeah, unprovoked. But... <laughs> I was just going to say his line. Up the at the stairs at, at love might be like the best love line on the stairs on you know the 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 four block in in photosynthesis flips up it no oh, photosynthesis yeah. he does nalavera flip or he does what is it he does nalavera flip up then vera flip up and then back 180 fakey 50 back to regular in photosynthesis oh my god yeah so. shotgun rewind yeah awesome. i love how yeah i don't know who gave that trick that nickname that i know Oh, that's the name of the trick. My life. I mean, I just heard it called the shotgun, and I think it's so cool. I think it's the sickest. Five zero back to regular. Um, no, just back one eighty fakey five zero shotgun. Shotgun. Calling that trick the shotgun. That's cool. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. It's like cocked in the air when you're turning everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like like you're watching the movie Blade, and they just swing around and shoot somebody with a shotgun. I feel like I gotta rewatch Blade, dude. I'm like having like like I'm for some reason I miss watching the movie Blade, and I haven't watched it. 20 years i'm like i should watch that movie again yeah it's been a few days for me a few days well and some years yeah no i'm just kidding i've never seen it you've never seen it no i'm blowing it i guess what from you the way you're reacting one? dude i don't dude, think i've seen it either not that i've seen it i mean i'm gonna rewatch it i'm like oh my god this is terrible i can't believe i suggest this movie but from what i remember blade one is fucking amazing steven i'll take Dorf, it whatever his name is Oh, man. Steven Dorf, Steven Droff, Steven, one of the, the one of the guys in the movie. He's really good. I don't know. Steven yeah. Spielberg? No, that's a director. Oh. Is he the one in Titanic? 
He James Cameron directed Titanic. No, the one in it. He's not in it. No. Whoopsie Goldberg. Whoopsie Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. He said Whoopsie. What they said Whoopsie Goldberg. Yeah, Whoopsie Goldberg. <laughs> That's a great Instagram like funny bail account. That's a Tim and Eric bit. Is it okay? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you're right though. That would be such a good like bus up account. <laughs> but like a funny. Oh, oh man. Holy shit, that'd be incredible. Did you you guys watch? Have you watched uh, Firm Can't Stop on this podcast yet? No, it's I haven't watched that video in a long time. I should. Do you remember the video though? Not enough. I know there were a lot of skits and fluff. Well, uh, this one guy in the sense of skits. His his name is Jared Herman, I think. He has like the funniest part of all time. He tries to Nolly Smith a handrail and his like knee hits the rail and he goes flying in the air and it's the funniest slam of all fucking time he seriously jared herman watch his part we're talking about whoopsie goldberg as an instagram account at funny bales he's gonna be plastered on that fucking instagram he has the funniest fucking bales i've ever seen sorry i don't know why the fuck my brain's going this way but yeah yeah let's start to shimmy ahead can we move towards a game please Does that sound please. okay with yeah, you yeah, yeah. Sorry. Having fun yeah, so we'll far. come we'll loop back around to whoopsie though yeah we'll circle back we'll get the account started we'll share the password and the password will be password yeah oh well, perfect easy enough right easy enough okay so i think we're gonna go with we're going to do a Long Island-based trivia game. I think it's going to be a good time, and I'm going to yeah. trust that you don't have your smartphone out or anything like that. Yeah, I do. So, Zach, we're going to go through the list of people that either may or may not be from Long Island. And... This is like not just skateboarding, but like real life? Yeah, and of course, we'll go as big as celebrities can go, but maybe dig a little bit deeper, maybe find okay. some of the hard-hitting ones. Um, okay. Does that sound like a plan for you? I'm going to oh, list off I'm a name, just... and you'll say Long Island or not? Yeah, for sure. Oh, this is great. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Let's go with... Well, Ian, give me a category. Well, give me a category of person. Skateboarder. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, that's easy. Yeah. All right. Gino Iannucci. Yes, Long Cor- Island. Correct, Amundo. One point yeah. for Zach. Yeah, Let's give yeah. it up for him. We don't have a proper name for this game yet, but right now Zach is up one. And... I think he's from Carl's Place, Long Island. No. Oh. Okay. Let's see if I can get another one in here. Ian, do you want to take the next one? Yes. Okay. Star of Home Alone, Macaulay Culkin. Um, Long Island or not? No, because he goes to New York on vacation, so he can't be from there. You're correct. Not from Long Island. However, give me the born point. In, born in Manhattan. Interesting. Manhattan's not on Long Island. Yeah. So, so yeah. that's a point for Ian. Congrats, Ian. You did something good today. Uh, let's take it back to Zach. Let's see. Let's see. Who can we get? Mm, so many options. Let's go with. Hmm. I think Macaulay Culkin got plastic surgery. He looks very different in this picture. Anyway. It's a lot of drugs. Yeah, maybe. And being abused as a child, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, let's go with. Artists. An actor, 
and recent Curb Your Enthusiasm guest, Seth Rogen. Is Seth Rogen from Long Island or not? Absolutely not. That motherfucker's from Canada. Come on. Correct, Mundo. Correct. That's two for Zach. Got to make this tough. Let's see. Let me dig in on this. Can I, can I give you one? Yeah, I'll play. Give me one. Okay. Uh, let's go artist. Um, Mariah Carey. I mean, I'm the one looking at uh, my answer sheet, and I already saw this name. But yeah, Mariah Carey's from Long Island. Damn, son, you were looking. <laughs> she fucking went to the high school right next to mine. Damn. If you didn't, if you didn't know though, you'd be like Mariah Carey's from Long Island. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, which one's bigger? Which high school's bigger? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, our, my girlfriend just said ours. Oh, North, okay. My high school, Northport High School. Got it. All There's right. Most skate in my school too. Cool. Ian, let's pass it to you. Actor, comedian, Eddie Murphy, Long Island or not? Yeah, I can see it. Final answer. Am I right? Final answer. Am I right? <laughs> you What's have to answer? say if it's your final answer or not. Listen, blink once if I'm right. <laughs> Take your glasses off so I can see it. No, he's not from Long Island. Changing your mind. Well, you didn't blink. Oh, come on, man. Stop. All right. He's he's not from... He is from Long Island. Staying final with your answer now. What? Staying with your answer? Yes. Okay. Yes, you are correct. Eddie Murphy. Dude, he said no. I could have won this game. Damn it. I Eddie Murphy, it. <laughs> raised in Roosevelt. Yep, Long Island legend, dude. There we go. Uh, let's make it... Let's dig a little bit deeper. Let's go to Zach. Mm-hmm. Musician, guest star on Chappelle's show, frontman for Twisted Sister, D. Snyder, Long Island or not. Oh man, I want to say yes. You want to say yes? Long Island, yes, Long Island. Hmm. Yes, Long Island. Okay. You'd be correct. Yes. You would be correct with that. Yep. D. Snyder graduated from Baldwin Senior High School, most famous for his role as frontman for Twisted Sister. Most successful singles with his band are We're Not Gonna Take It. CC David Vey, Boston Massacre. Oh, yeah. I want to rock CC Grand Theft Auto by City. Mm. So there you go. Another Very point good. on the board for Zach and also for Ian. Yeah. Hmm. Do you have one for me, Zach? Can I get in the game? Can I get in the game, please? Yeah, yeah. Let me let me do a quick little deep dive. Um, you're not gonna look this. Uh, well, no, I will I will abstain from the page unless I already saw it, in which case okay. Um uh... Um, what's the fucking what's that person's name? Uh, okay. Uh, f- um, wait. Can we can we can we pause for one second? Sure. I gotta look, I gotta look up this guy's name. I'm blanking so hard. <laughs> Dude, this is sick. We gotta do this more often. Yeah, I got goosebumps. <laughs> oh man, what the fuck is that guy's name? <laughs> 
just for this to get the question. I love it. Okay. I got it. Skateboarder Antonio Antonio Duro. What's his name? Dural. Yeah. Yeah. He's talented. He is good. He's probably regular stance. No, he's goofy. Oh, goofy. Yeah, he's good. I like him though. Primitive. He rides for primitive right now, right? All right, no, no, knock no. it off. You're pissing me off. <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, he has that rugged, like, final scene of Scarface um, fighter look to him. The long hair. The ones that are raiding Tony's house, which I kind of like. I guess you could associate that with a little bit of New York griminess. I think you're thinking of Adrian Del Campo. No, no. No, no Antonio Durrell. I know what I'm thinking about. Stingwater fame. Um, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yeah. He's from New York. And I want to say Long Island in particular. Am I right? He grew up in Patchogue, but yeah, I think he was born in Pennsylvania. Hey, oh. It's a little, a little misdirection. So what does that mean? Do I lose? Am you I out? Lose. Yeah. yeah. You lose. You're off the show. Oh, damn. I don't know if they have the losing sound on this loop, but oh well. Although, hold on. I got to be sure. I, he was definitely, <laughs> he definitely wasn't born here. He was, he grew up in Patchogue, though, and Long Island. But he just wasn't, I think he was born in Pennsylvania. Well, that, that might just change everything. <clears throat> Shit, now I got to really fucking <laughs> do my research here. Let's just say he grew up in Long Island but wasn't born here. Okay. So I get it right? No. <laughs> no, I get it wrong. Oh, do you guys remember the cardboard cat tour videos? You're still that, on the fucking tour video? I think Logan Lara made them or posted them. They had like uh, Chris Millick is who I especially remember in them. That, that maybe, maybe there's a, th- a third one, I think. Maybe a second one. One of those. There's a okay. Bruce Springsteen hey. song in it. Dude, Bruce Springsteen fucking. I no, I disagree. I don't like Bruce Springsteen, but it worked. He, in that he's song. Got some, I think once you hit 34, you have to like Bruce Springsteen. If you're a white no, person you in don't. America. It's you really like, don't. You're like, you know what? This music really connects with me. Dude, listen to Thunder Road. That song is fucking amazing. I'm not going to do that. No. Then I listen to Dancing in the Dark. and I'm like, yo, this song kind of fucking goes, man. Dude, I'm telling you. Thunder right, for, yeah. For what it's worth, early Andrew Reynolds battle commander on the barracks used Bruce Springsteen. I'm on fire. If the boss likes the boss, you know that it's good. That's corny as shit. That's not true. <laughs> no, that's true. He used Bruce Springsteen in a battle commander. No, I meant that it's boss. It's not true that it's boss. Oh, you're Look, just mad your boss well, is Bruce a singer from New Jersey, Ian. I said that because Bruce Springsteen, they call him the boss. And they call, I don't know if you know this, Andrew Reynolds, they call him the boss. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if you know. Uh, yeah. Cancel each other out. So it's nothing. They called them the workers. Yeah. The workers. The proletariat. <laughs> I just figured out what that term meant like the other day. It's funny. Well, anyway, we're um, going to keep talking about. Yeah, we're going to actually dive into the video now. Yeah, again. sorry. Yeah, let's do this thing. We, we can it. squeeze in a little bit of time for this hour long uh, free portion that people will get. So let's talk about Static 3, shall we? Thanks, Please. 
again for playing that game. I thought that went pretty well. Yeah, it was um, fun. I'm sorry I blew the end, the last question. No, it's all good. Uh, again, we're talking about Josh Stewart's 2007 video Static 3. It comes in at 49 minutes, according to skatevideosite.com. And it's under the category independent, which is interesting because I did not know that a truck company made videos. So very interesting there. Um, the skaters in the video are as follows and also includes tons of other people. Danny Renaud, Jamal Williams, Nate Broussard, Ollie Todd, Pat Steiner, Soy Panday, Tony Manfrey, and who else? Mark Wetzel, Steve Durante, and other people that for some reason weren't mentioned here, but that's okay. Zach, any experience with Theories of Atlantis? Are you a fan of the brand, the distribution? Not a fan of it? Tell us a little no. bit about your experience. Oh, dude, I love Josh Stewart. I think he's a great filmer. I think he's a great editor. Um, I love Theories. Uh, they hold editing contests, and uh, I won the last one, so I'm very happy about that. <laughs> uh, and the one before that, I was like third place and I think Danny Poncelli, Poncelli won. And then he became like the, he became like a videographer at girl. So I'm like, that could have been me, but it's okay. You know, it's fine. I'll get over it. Um, no, I think, I think he's great. I love that he still films VX. I love the VX and he like knows how to do it. I feel like a lot of people film VX now. They don't understand how to like capture the footage or export the footage. And it looks like absolute fucking garbage. But Josh Stewart like knows exactly what he's doing. He comes from that generation of making it look so crisp and so good. And I just love it. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I think everything they do is fucking awesome. I don't know how I feel about their new company. What is it? Uh, I forget what the fuck the new company is called video or, or what the fuck. What's the new company Picture called? Show? Picture show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I like the team, but I, I like just make, you should have made it the theories brand, but I don't know. I think it's, it's all amazing. I'm very excited about them. Got it. Thanks for that. Ian, yeah. what about you? Where do you stand with theories? I definitely like the static videos as a whole. They're not really my cup of tea. I guess they're more my cup of tea than they're not my cup of tea. But there's the, they're really well-made videos. Like Zach was saying, Josh really knows what he's doing with his camera and technology. And they're nice videos to look at. And I like that he goes out of his way to make parts for people who are a little less represented on more well-known brands and stuff. I like pretty much all the skaters that he puts in his videos. Uh, don't really have any experience. Don't actually know what theories is come to think of it. So theories is the distribution. And this is prior to even theories starting, I think, because I didn't see it anywhere in the video or at no, least it in was the in beginning. the credits. It was listed in the credits. It's at the way end, but it looks like such a previous early version yeah. of the logo, like before it was a distribution. And I think it was just a, a name he put on it um but they housed polar at one point and i think now they might just do magenta traffic hops the theories brand stuff dial tone and picture show i didn't realize they were that big That's maybe cool. christy i think i thought it was like a blog I don't yeah know. it used to be i think i mean that's why i thought that I don't know. yeah but now that's like if, if you were at a skate shop and you were doing the ordering, you would be ordering through theories if you wanted to get traffic or magenta in all gotcha. under one house. They do, in, they do Invision as well. Yeah, that too. In studio. Um, yeah. yeah, I really like that. Oh, they do Isle as well. Yeah. Someone kept saying that Isle's done though. And that's just, just going to be Atlantic Drifts. But I don't believe that yeah. yet. I think Isle's too cool to go 
dude, I was sick. Yeah. Although Atlantic Drift would be fucking cool too. Sure. I think that's the Thrasher like push. It's already yeah. all, all over Thrasher, so not a bad move for them to blow it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was really cool though. Yeah. But anyway, we're talking about Static 3, which again came out in 2007. If you were interested in getting a copy, you could probably find it on The Secret Tape, our official sponsor of the pod. The Secret Tape might have it, and we'll even check on this. While you're there, you could get a hold of a t-shirt. You could get a hold of a hoodie. Unfortunately, they don't have a copy of Static 3 in currently, but you could come up on Static 2 for 25 bucks and Static 1 on VHS for $54.99. Again, on thesecrettape.com. I'll talk about the intro. Uh, I said the intro is kind of boring and it could make me fall asleep. Did either of you have that thought too? I got some real nothing but the truth vibes from it. Tell us more. Something about the font and the way it looked reminded me of the nike sb classic nothing but the truth i don't really have anything to back that up or there's no follow-up but if your intro reminds me of nike nothing but the truth that's probably a bad sign is that a classic video <laughs> that's a cl- just because it's old yeah video. modern day classic yeah i guess so there's some good parts uh i think the intro it kind of reminded me of like i was watching an episode of the wire or something Ooh. you know what i mean like it, i kind of I mean, I don't, I, I like love like filmmaking and all that kind of shit. So I was like, I love this shit, especially for the time 2007, dude, it was a different time scale videos. We loved 16 millimeter and 35 millimeter montages. We fucking, I lived for that shit. You know what no, I mean? No, we didn't. Don't put those words in everybody's mouth. Not all of we us. We did. We did. Up till 2008, we did. If I, if I ever did, I blocked out all those memories at this point. You've definitely edited a video to a Matt and Kim song. And loved 16 millimeter montages. You can't lie. Come on. We grew up around the same time. Uh, I'm myself. I'm just kidding. Matt Kim sucks. Uh I know. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind it for what it is. You know, I just I allowed myself to be. I feel you know what it was? In 2007, skate videos were different because I mean, not to sound like a fucking everyone else, but like our attention spans were longer back then. You know, there wasn't 200 videos on YouTube to watch in five, six minutes. You know what I mean? Like things took a little bit longer. They had more buildup. Uh, so I didn't mind the intro. Like I said, it reminded me of an episode of The Wire. That's That was my takeaway. That is a good take, and I like it. And I think it does show the time, and I like how it exists and it's out there in the world. I think I was just kind of bored by it. Um, I had made the note that the cinematography is great, but seems like theatrical camera porn. Oh, for sure. He's he's flexing a little bit. To, like, I'm a skateboard filmer, but I'm also a filmmaker. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not, I mean, Josh Stewart's amazing. I don't want to talk yeah. to him. Oh, yeah, I know. I, but, you know, these are documentaries, and do all documentaries hold up well? I don't know. But I think this this video collectively just, just shows an interesting time before fully flared and before videos kind of went in a potentially different direction of consumption. So I like how much attention to detail there is in this intro, even though it's not quite for me. Um, I was interested and pretty impressed with how the text goes behind some objects throughout. I thought that was a good move. I also liked the first kit that's shown in the video because I really think it shows the time. Uh, I believe this is Pat 
Steiner pushing with a flannel, a shoelace belt that's visible, brown pants and vans. Do any of these items remind you of 2007, Zach? Oh, the earth tones, man. The earth tones and like eye paths or the, or the vans, you know what I mean? Like it brings me back. It, may, it makes me miss it. I don't know. Is that not enough? Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, so you're into the earthy tones, okay? Because that's gonna come up later. I, I think it reminds me of like honestly, like I think maybe at the time, like when Mosaic was coming, like right after Mosaic, that was like the height of like skateboarding. My not the height of skateboarding for me, but just like that time felt so perfect and so like everyone's style was so cool and everyone had like the cool shoes and the the shoelace belts and the earth tones. I just I loved it. It makes me maybe think of better happier times in my life so maybe that's why i like it so much got it ian you ever get down with the brown yeah i i did after i i think everyone else did because um in 2008 i was still basically starting skating and i definitely remember all the skater kids that i looked up to at school wearing lots of like the the very autumn colored Maddox sweaters like with the horizontal stripes um lots of brown pants lots of black half cabs and I think I'm always really nostalgic for that look because I thought it was so cool when I still dressed like a like a soccer player and wore polo shirts and stuff so yeah okay got it just thought it was an interesting first kit for the video and definitely got some nostalgia for me we hit Pat Steiner's part do does one of you want to talk about it? Uh, I wrote a few notes. I hit it. Uh, the opening looked like it was shot on 35 millimeter, which is like, I don't know if you guys went to film school or anything like that, but like that shit is expensive as fuck to shoot with and to get processed. And it looked like uh, Josh Stewart was like, f- like filming on his board, like holding a VX, but it was actually a 35 millimeter camera. And like, it could have been Super 16 just blown up, but I thought that was pretty cool with just the opening on film um oh the first thing i thought about the video it's funny that this is the first thing i thought about i thought that uh rob uh Pulowski from habitat should have had a part in this video i feel like he kind of would have matched the vibe of the video um sorry but yeah back to uh back to pat i i i, I wrote down that i really like the spots that he skates i feel like he has a good eye for spot selection and like trick selection to match the spot um i really like that back lip manny that he did uh, it was probably like in England. I don't know. It's like on that weird like ledge to bank thing. Yeah, I I think it's in uh make friends with the color blue. So I'm assuming it's England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of like that he skates kind of like more like unknown spots, at least from what I remember. Um, he did a I think it's in Miami. He does like a nollie 180 up like a curb and a, a switch wally back kind of 5 on this like weird bank thing. I think it's in Miami. And I feel like in 2006, whenever this was probably filmed, 2005, 2006, came out in 2007, I feel like not a lot of people were doing switch wallies. And I really, really like that trick. Um, so that was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, right there. Exactly. Dude, that was sick. And then right afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The switch wallie back, kind of like a back switch back Suski, but in that tail side, he does really sick too. Um, and I also wrote that I like his clothes. Dude, those pants. Oh my God. The pants and the shoes, they look so good. Ian, any takeaways? Are you MIA? He's MIA. Oh, 
Okay. Well, Crunch I made some notes. Manny and back when I get off the curb was sick too. Yeah. I like he just has really good trick selection. As an opening spot part, I think it does work super well. Yeah. The second clip is at Baldy Middle School, which is in Northeast Philly. Where which one? Uh the second one. The 180 up and then Figgy Nose Grind 180. Uh, he was doing the, he was doing like the uh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The the, the ledge to bank. Yeah. I've never been there, but I heard it's really gnarly to skate. Yeah, it's rough. It's tough, especially because a lot of people will break bottles there. Oh, that's good. Yeah, still there though. Honestly, it just looks the same. It's pretty I like impressive. this line that he does because he does like I don't know if it's called a nose press, but I call it a nose wally. I feel like back then, not a lot of people were doing that trick. Oh yeah, right there. Yeah, I love that trick. Did it well. Although there's like two or three of them in the video, but that was like right when the trick was kind of coming out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't do them. I think I've only yeah. done one. They're they're actually really easy. Like it's what I'm told. It's what I'm just I run with it now because I'm getting a little older, so it's like harder to do anything else. So I'm just running those while and all the little kids are like, "Whoa, how do you do that?" I'm like, "I'm not fucking telling you." Then I got nothing else. Yeah, I like <laughs> this shove no slide. He does a lot too. I think that's an underrated trick. Oh, for sure, dude. Such a that simple. Looks, that looks really like, good in transition too. Simple thrown together one looks great. Those going back 180. Yeah. Perfect. I don't know if it came up yet, but he does a oh here it is this board here what board what is this, a zoo york board no, no this is a traffic series right? traffic did on yeah. philadelphia places like i think they did one for this obviously the philadelphia zoo not the aquarium no yeah. well yeah no aquarium at the philadelphia zoo unfortunately <laughs> and then they did one also for the mummers and also for i don't know if it was in this series but for temple university where Jack Sabic went amongst other skaters. Oh, Jack Sabic went to Temple. That's sick. I know that. Yeah. Jimmy Garecki did. Jimmy McDonald did also. Remember when Lindsay Robinson Nolly heel flip tall stair or whatever? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. He screams and he lands it. It's awesome. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So I thought it was awesome that they include that board in here. Should have brought up Luke Mullaney on the Long Island game. Yeah. Congrats for traffic. I got his board right here. Oh, it's a cool flex. I thought that this line was kind of out of place. Maybe it's the DCs or slimmed down denim. Yeah, the DCs were interesting. Yeah, what shoe is this anyway? I have no idea. Some weird, just all black DC. Yeah, good kick. Fucking though. good kick. Yeah, that was such a good kick. Shit. Though. Oh, I love the I love the push when the foot is directly in the front of the lens. That spot looks fucking sick. It looks like Tampa. Yeah, it's probably Florida. Yeah, it looks like a shitty part of Tampa. You guys ever go to Tampa Pro? No, but I was in Tampa not too too long ago. I think two spring breaks ago I went. I go. Every, I used to go every year to Tampa Pro. Oh, okay. It was, dude. It's amazing. I highly suggest you guys go. Yeah. Three years running, this guy used to kiss me every time I went there. Pretty cool. No, That's it wasn't. It was thing. like a forced kiss, and it wasn't. I didn't enjoy it. Oh, okay. But it was, but he was like cool with like the the what's that shirt company, Shaquifa or whatever. He was he was cool with those guys. So I kind of oh what what's that? Oh, Scotty the body. Yeah, yeah, he was there. He was that guy's actually really cool. But it was another guy. Oh, I heard different. That's interesting. Actually, yeah, no, he wasn't cool. I don't know why I said that. (laughs) I heard someone, an inside source, told me that used to work at Tampa that he wasn't that cool. He was wearing a suit, and I thought he was cool because I was fangirling out because I'm a fucking idiot. Oh. Got it. Different blunt was sweet. Well, anyway, moving on to this part. 
I like this narrow landing on the front board to fake. Dude, the switch flip back tail was unexpected. Yeah, switch flip back tail is probably the most tech trick in the part, and he does it super well as a line. So that's great. And he does what? He, fakey flip and fakey back tail? Yeah. Or fakey. Switch crooks this one ledge that, yeah, this one. Bobby Paleo just does regular crook on this one in the video, and he switch crooks it. Back to regular. I thought that was interesting. They included yeah. both. Not to say that one's better than the other, but. At least in my head, if something's done switch, it might be better or more challenging, but maybe we'll switch frontside big spin. I feel like that trick's easier than regular frontside big spin. Yeah, you could say that. I've never done one. What else? There's a back tail. Yeah, this. This reminded me of the traffic via part where he does back tail 180 over on some random thing in a parking lot. So this kind of reminded me of that too. He skipped uh, over the oh this is yeah and then his like he's a front board yeah yep front board 180 figgy manny yeah or one attention figgy. to detail that i like that i'm gonna now reference is when i like the bridge montage real quick yeah where is it oh yes i like Dude, how the, the one trick with the name yeah the one trick so good yeah I like how they include the traffic light because Bobby, I think at this point was riding for traffic and also they use it for Jack too. So I thought it was nice that they he should have stayed on traffic, man. Yeah. Had some attention yeah. to detail with the titles. Yeah. It's cool. It's all motivated in my mind, which I like. Yeah. I think a motivated title works. It's the... funny that he has this really long pushing intro and then his title and he has one trick and then he has like a trick later. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I think he's spurs throughout. I've uh, made a note of just, I don't know if it's going to be actually be funny. And this is like a, a very niche thing, but I thought it would be funny if someone said, I miss when Bobby was just an intern in the traffic video. Oh, because in the credits, for some reason, they write him out as an intern. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember that. I think that's funny. Not enough Jack Sabic footage out there. Could use some more. Yeah, that's like one thing I was going to say about this video. It's like they like. Okay, so I was going to bring this up with uh, Tony Manfrey's part. Um, I feel like he's like one of those guys and like Jack Sabic too. It's like, I mean, he had some parts, but like Tony Manfrey is one of those guys where like I watch his skating and I'm like, holy shit, this dude's fucking amazing. How come I haven't seen more of him? You know what I mean? And I feel like and what uh, Ian kind of brought up, it's like you you, you like this video because it features guys that maybe don't get enough shine. And it's funny because like uh, Tony Manfrey skates to a, a little Cool J song. And I'm like, you know, off the top of my head, I can't name more than three little Cool J songs. And I, I know him as such a popular musician, you know, obviously 20 years ago. But it's like, why can't I think of more of his songs? And I think of Tony Manfrey. I'm like, I know Tony Manfrey switched when he did Wallenberg, which is fucking gnarly. But how come I can't think of another one of his fucking parts? And it's like these, it's similar to me. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this guy never got the amount of shine. I feel like Jack's back similar. He had that great part in the iPath promo video, but I feel like those guys didn't get enough attention at their time. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't thought of it like that, but I think that's a good, uh, good callback. Good, good reference. Ian, did you want to talk about Tony Manfrey's part? I wanted to make a note about the Bobby Polio intern thing. Oh, yeah. Go you ahead. Don't, you don't have to rewind for it or anything, but okay. I was reading earlier um, a story about Josh Stewart and Bobby Polio. Maybe this is more common knowledge than I thought it was, but uh, they had some kind of fallout over a trick that was left in Static 2. 
belonging to a Nick Jensen. You guys know what I'm talking about? The Nolly three over the bench. Uh, the one lead spot, right? The beef. Uh, I had. thought it was. Yeah, it was like a. Or the, what was it? Back five. Oh, yeah, it was the Nolly that he does on that ledge into the brick bank. Is that? It? Is that it? Oh, that's, that's, what, that's what it is. What am I thinking? He does the Nolly three over the bench, like after that or before that. Yeah, that's he does do that too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess he was pissed because. <clears throat> That was his spot in his mind. He filmed the first trick on that, whatever. And Nick Jensen later filmed, I think it was like a front or back blunt to fakie, like into the bank. And Bobby told Josh Stewart, like, you need to, like, if you're going to put both these tricks in the video, you got to play mine first because I want people to associate this spot with me because this is like my spot. And Josh Stewart was said, like, well, we can't because you have the ender. So, like, there's no yeah. way like I, if i leave his trick in like no matter what you're gonna be after him because his part's gonna be before yours and he was like he was not happy about it so he, i guess josh stewart eventually agreed to take it out but then he just slipped it back in and then premiered the video and i like i want to go back and reread the interview already because i was just kind of like burnt out from work and skimming through it but he said like yeah bobby and i like weren't friends after that like he never forgave me for it and i'm wondering now like is this just leftover static two footage and like the intern thing is a dig at Bobby Polio or something. <laughs> Cause it would explain think, why he's like barely in this. Yeah. I think that clip comes up again. Village psychic did watching Bobby with Bobby and they talk about that clip, I think. And yeah, they could have sworn yeah. that's where it came up. Oh shit. You should have cut me off. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't know why I was thinking of that. Like three, but yeah, it's the, it's like that weird, like London bench to bank spot. Right. That they yeah. always get. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing all that and it's like, kind of ruins the guy in your and that ruins him but i'm like oh come on bobby don't be like that come on dude like, yeah there's there's so many stories of him like I that know. out there that, but like i love him so much i don't want i know to be, yeah and like it's but apparently he's like really cool though too you know what i mean like apparently he's like the man i don't know I yeah don't, and how many other how many other famous i don't know artists or musicians or whatever like just really like he's particular yeah people people with I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to open that whole can of worms. Never mind. But on one hand, I can respect how like neurotic he is about that shit. And on the other hand, I'm like, that's cool, but I never I would never want to skate with you ever. I mean, it's better than like Johan Stucky, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not a contest. <laughs> it's you know what I mean? Like it's not a contest on. for who could suck more. <laughs> right. It's not that bad considering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Damn, don't beat a dead horse. I'm sorry. I know. I like him too. I like <laughs> Johan too, man. But you know, well, well, uh, this part's fucking gnarly, by the way. Tony Manfred's part, yeah, yeah, dude. I was just at that spot in England. That is so fucking gnarly. The back tail into the bank that uh, Danny Bra- Danny Brady, what the fuck is that guy's name? The back one eighty fakey uh, nose grind, back one eighty nose grind. Danny Brady yeah, yeah, fully yeah. flared, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just cool. at that spot. I was in England uh, th- two months ago for work. And like I got drunk one night, my girl, my girlfriend came, and uh, I was walking around. I saw that spot. I was like, "What?" And I went on top and like took a picture. I'm like, "Dude, that is so scary. <laughs> it's fucking gnarly, dude. Oh my god, it looks pretty nuts." And like I've, I've, so like I've like when I lived in LA, I went to all the famous spots, and I'm like, "Yeah, this isn't so crazy." Like Wilshire 15. Eh, I mean, not that I'm gonna do it, but I was like, I could see it. You know what I mean? That back tail into the bank. That is fucking so. Gnarly, dude. It's scary. Is there a lot of run up? Not at all. And really? well, it's, it's like kind of skate stop now, so maybe I'm seeing it differently mm-hmm. than what it was. But yeah, there's like planters up there, and it's like it's like all it's like that 
that marble is so slippery. It's like, I couldn't even, I could barely walk up it. Granted, I was like 13 pints deep, but like, I would, you know, whew, it was fucking slippery. Yeah. I made a few notes about this part. I like the front side flip at the cancer center. I think it really sets the tone for this part of how loud it is. He's got Whether it's great... the shoes or the tricks or the randomness and just kind of moves like jazz. He's got power jazz. too. Yeah. He's got fucking power. That frontside flip he did in England was crazy over the channel gap or whatever, like the full. Oh, yeah. He does channel. a few good frontside flips in this part. But like, have you ever seen another part of his? Like, I can't think of like him. Like, he was like an enjoy am forever. You know what yeah, I mean? like, just that sweatpants kick flip. That's the, the B-roll after this. No, it's in bag of salt. Oh, oh, okay. In the front section. And that's why maybe it was used again here. El oh, Caballo a- Loco. Caballo Loco. Isn't that the crazy horse? What's caballo in Spanish? I don't know. I'm fucking Jewish and yeah, Jewish. horse, horse. Yeah. yeah, it's horse. The crazy horse. I wonder what that is. Wait, I have more notes about his part, but I really gotta take a leak. Can I take a leak real quick and then I'll wrap up about his part right when I get back? Can I talk about it and then we can throw you to the next one? Yes, definitely. Cool. Yeah, come back whenever. Okay, I'll be right back. Sorry. Uh, I was wondering how much this part costs in shoe weight because I'm sure a lot of these shoes are worth money now. So I thought it was cool that he skated them even back then. I like the backside grab on the roof. There's a 50-50 into the Trenton Banks. This is the second part in the video to have a frontside 180 over a bar hop. I made a note that I love the face expressions that Tony has in particular when he's going down that big hubba for the 50-50. Lots of O faces. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This kickflip in front of the spy store is incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm going to probably have this one on repeat for a bit. Yeah. Super good. Yeah. There's this red square t-shirt and he has at this, like everyone skated it. I forget what he does there. Talk about a variety of apparel. We see polos. We see the sweatshirt open. We see WESC shirts. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely got a best dress for this video. He's got some fits. He's up sure. there. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Here's one of the faces I had in mind. This 50 50. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's screaming at it. <laughs> this is like those Budweiser commercials. Why <laughs> that? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, yeah, there's a that make that one of the thumbnails for this. <laughs> the faces of man free, fucking tongue, dude. Yeah, so sick. <laughs> and then like, it's funny because the Hubble it, it ends so low. Like, I thought it was not that it's not gnarly, but like it's funny that it ended so long low. haul. Yeah, this is wild. This, this is so clip. good, dude. Whoop. Oh my god. His trucks were so tight you could tell because like when he landed, they didn't like turn, they just picked up kind of yeah. checkered shirt too. Holy shit. This shirt reminds me of something you could wear in EA Skate One that chocolate made. It was like an all-over print shirt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Another reason why this video shows the time. You see some all over print. Oh yeah. At least there's no one wearing the fucking hoodies that zip all the way up. Remember those? Oh, the TK all hoodie? The crew one? Yeah, yeah. 
I, I hey man, I it, it could come back. It's not They're gonna. gonna. It could come oh. back. Bathing apes, dunks. I have some Tony, old black skate gear. Tony Manfrey clips. I love the way that this fakey frontside flip is edited right here of the fastness of the song and then for some reason i just love how this is filmed but i don't know if anything's like really done differently he's like skating like a 775 and he's like probably wearing like a 13 size shoe it's amazing yeah maybe it's just like being i don't know it looks super low which is how he catches it maybe just how the parts edited to the song just makes this like a another stream of the part which i like a lot he does the back lip after this right uh 360 flip and then backlip yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay okay and i like how he's not afraid to wear a skate shop t-shirt slam city yeah slam city it was just a different time man it was i miss it the backlip is great he's kind of sketchy then he redoes it yeah it, it seems like a tough trick for that spot i've actually never been to that spot but it looks scary yeah me neither um, what else did I say? Yeah, I love this trick, the gap to back 50. Yeah, it's a good one. Tall. What's Tino Razo done? I know he's in Boys of Summer a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's like, does he like like work at a sh- like like manages a shop? Todd Jordan is fucking sick. I don't know. Manage- I don't know. I just wrote that I really like the last four tricks. Just the last four. Well, like those really stood out. He likes oh that gap to switch five out Albany. The gap to 50-50, that was sick. Oh man. Pausing on the on the flash. That's yeah. Sick. Oh, that's interesting. It really is paused there. Yeah, the that's why Evans used to do that like for the Lakai videos. <laughs> he does that. If you watch uh Beware of the Flare, that's all he does. It's like all oh, it's edited so good, dude. I miss that shit so much. Yeah, it's rather goofy, but again, shows the times. I love it. I take Skibby this very serious. I don't think they should be laughed at. This is crazy. Like kickflip sort of. Yeah, kickflip 5-0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kickflip 5. That goes real. It's cool. It's a different kind of ender. I like it. I think but it doesn't works. does he have a second part after this? Um, no. Nah. All right. Go this, into... this is one of the issues I have with this video is that it's obviously Pennsylvania, probably mm-hmm. Philly with this b-roll skating sure philly b-roll again obviously and then him in this hat which probably isn't philly and then just back to california California. just throw in the b-roll sweatpants so good though yeah but yeah it's unmotivated so we've talked to zach thus far zach you had a good time right dude it's been an honor cool cool and you're down to keep chatting with us about static three i will talk until you turn gray Okay, well, that just might happen, and you might be able to hear it, but only if you're with us on Patreon. You could support the podcast, support us, support this thing we call All My Skate Videos. You could drop us a few bucks at patreon.com slash allmyskatevideos. It would help the podcast. It would make my day. You might even get a letter written from one of our hosts like Ian, right? Ian, you wrote one to Zach, too. We didn't talk about this. Yeah, and I think the Baker the Baker tour video, the Baker Deathwish tour video, I think that might actually be it. What about it? Oh, favorite your favorite? Yeah. Oh yeah, just circling back on that. I did. Good. I became friends with Zach through the mail, though. 
yeah snail mail crazy times but anyway you could support the pod at patreon.com slash all my skate videos and hear the rest of this episode there we hope to see you there